Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. It's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We feed the wrong shit, dude. On 97.3 The Fan. everybody ben and woods 97.3 the fan great to be here with you on this thursday november 2nd 2023 uh, officially the end of baseball season has arrived and now we uh look forward to so much nfl and nba and nhl i saw the roster of quarterbacks playing this weekend and let me tell you something it is maybe the worst looking batch of NFL games I've ever seen in my life. I can't wait to just go deep, deep into it. I'll read you the list here in a minute. I saw it yesterday and went, this is terrible. You don't have to read it. That's true. I mean, I our job is to like try to be positive, I guess, and and sell you, but I, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. It's great. it's great to be here, though. I am in a good mood. As much as I hate seeing the baseball season end, uh, it just means that, well, Hope springs eternal, and uh, it could be us next year at this time. And I, I, I don't think it will be, but I, it could be. Anything is possible. So uh, you have that vibe going into today. I will miss baseball, but it's not going anywhere because, well, 
The Padres are uh, having an article a day written about them in The Athletic. We will talk to that. I can't wait to dig into their financials today. That is riveting, riveting stuff. Uh, going to have a guy from H- H&R Block on uh, to tell us exactly how you do uh, loans and things like that. We're not, because it's boring. It's boring, boring, boring. But we will talk about the uh, article that dropped yesterday. I'll, I'd go so far as to say it's got a little hit piece vibe to it. Certainly, it does. Uh, we'll talk about that. We will have some fun today on a Thursday, recap what happened last night. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Good to see you. And to my left is Benjamin Higgins. A little bit worse for wear this morning. A little bit under the weather, as it as it were. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Santa Anas or if I do have a touch of something, but just head, just kind of stuffy. But I will say this. I like this day. I've been a Padres fan my entire life. They've been around 54 years, and this is always the day. They go back to zero and zero, like everybody else, like the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks and every other team in baseball, wipe it all out again and start over back to zero and zero. And the goal now is trying to win a 2024 World Series title. So, you know what? We suffered through a pretty bad season this year, but now the great part of sports, baseball, is that when it's over... You don't get to carry any of those wins over to next season. Right. It starts fresh and new, and here we go again, looking ahead toward a season that really isn't that far away. We are basically four months from the start of, well, three months from the start of spring training and four months from the start of the season. I believe I saw 101 days until pitchers and catchers report, so we can do 101 days standing on our heads. We will, because you got... You got Thanksgiving around the corner. It's the holidays. Everything's a little more loose. We may finally get to our worst songs of all time bracket that we've been talking about for years. I, I've started to put in some notes in my phone, Ben. I'd like to get to some of the fun things you know that we've wanted to do um, now that baseball season is officially over. Uh, obviously, massive congratulations goes out to the Texas Rangers, their organization. Uh, huge, huge turnaround for that team. And it does. It gives you a little hope when you watch the Diamondbacks and Rangers in there and you go, okay, yeah, I mean, this isn't Yankees, Dodgers. This isn't Mets, uh, Dodgers. These are two teams that had lost a buttload of games the last few years. They turned it around. They were in the fall classic. Texas Rangers come out victorious. It is weird, though. Like, I, I grew up there. And I felt nothing watching them win the World Series. Nothing. Less than nothing watching them win. I was very happy for a lot of people. But I that was my first experience. Those were my first experiences at live baseball games was back watching the Texas Rangers play at the old Arlington Stadium. But I didn't I don't have any connection to that team really. None whatsoever. The only I feel like the most connection I have is some of the guys that I since I moved here in twenty ten, watching them play here. And then going on to success uh, with the Texas Rangers. So, um, but I'm I'm so happy for so many uh, of my friends and family that are Rangers fans. It does. I do. Like I said last week, I do question it a little bit because I haven't I haven't heard word one about from any of my Rangers uh, friends till the playoffs started. I didn't see anybody tweeting about it, talking about. It. There's only one guy, one Mike Reiner, my radio Jesus, my my beloved mentor in this business, the man whose career and ideas I stole as my own, and he told me that I could and should, he's the only one that was always in. Whether they lost 100 games or won 100 games or wherever they were, he was the only one that I saw 
fully engaged like we are for the entire You're season. You're calling it a fair weather fan base then. Um, Until they knew they had a chance. Correct. They weren't ready to become emotionally invested in their team. Yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd say that's absolutely true. Because they're all emotionally invested in the Cowboys. Which is 365 days of the year. Because that team does nothing but rip your heart out. If you're a Cowboys fan, all my Cowboy fan friends, I mean, it is... They, they go to the ends of the earth for that squad uh, in Dallas, and they it eats up 80% of sports radio content. You get a 5% Dallas Stars, 10% Mavericks, and the other five is is the Texas Rangers until now. And that's what, hey, man, that's what a good winning season can do, though. And I bet you they'll be a lot more invested next year from the get-go. And that, they're probably a lot more invested now uh, than they were. So congratulations to those guys. We'll talk about last night's game. Some some questionable decisions, some brilliant baseball. I thought it was a really good uh, way to end a World Series. Benny, take your victory lap. Thank you. Rangers in Rangers five. In five. I, you can count my exactly correct predictions that I've ever made in my life, probably on five fingers, like... They don't happen that often, so yeah, I will. I will take the bow on Rangers in well, five. I, I really, I looked at the series and I thought, I, I just feel like the Rangers are going to be able to string together some big innings a little more often than the Diamondbacks, yep. and and ultimately this. Now I didn't think I thought maybe they'd win the first two at home, and then the Diamondbacks would get one on the road, but somehow. They ended up winning it in five games. So, yep, they did. And uh, listen, you you picked it accurately. You made zero dollars on this, so that's uh, kind of a waste of waste of prognostics. I also have lost zero dollars on all the other incorrect predictions I've been making leading up to that. That's one. also true. That's one way to look at it. That's <laughs> definitely one way to look at it. Uh, my folks got here yesterday. Picked them up from the air as soon as the show ended. Timed out perfect. As soon as I was pulling up, they were walking out. Grabbed them. Uh, got to spend some time. Had to pull the kids out. Pulled the kids out of school early. Got to spend some time with their grandparents. Uh, so that's nice. They're in town. Taylor's birthday. My son. He turns three uh, on Monday. But we're doing the big party this weekend. And uh, looking forward to all of that. We've got a lot going on uh, in the family. And now um, they're they're here in town. Um, just chilling. So happy to be here. Perfect weather. Uh, so it's good to have them here. But yeah, it's uh, I just got a lot. I'm very. It's a lot going on. Got a very very busy busy weekend ahead. How about you boys? Only going to get busier. Yeah. Holiday season coming oh, up. Man. And, you know, it's that time. I you were just showing me your preview of your Christmas card. I'm going Christmas card. It's yeah. it's, it's November the second. You're just <laughs> yeah. I mean, you always get yours out so early, so you're well, already working on it. But you gotta you gotta order it. I don't really do any. I, I did yeah. this part. I found the the guy to do it. My beloved, our beloved Justice Parman, who's one of the most talented guys on on Padres Twitter out there. He's designing it for us. It, it, I think he knocked it out of the park. But then you got to order it. You know, you got to get your lists ready of all the the people that you're going to send it to. And I, I do none of that. Hannah handles all of it. She does it uh, very very well. Every single year. Is it a naughty and nice to Hannah? You get a Christmas card. If you're I've, naughty, you don't get one. I, we uh, Every year we do a, uh, we spend a, about an hour going through. You want to send one to this person? I go, they're off the list. <laughs> we've we've really deleted a few in do the you last go through, few years. Did we get one from them last year? We do then, that thing, then, yeah. Uh, we better send them one this year then. We're like, oh, yeah. And then sometimes then you have to wait and you see one. You're like, ooh, we forgot them. Save so a, get, few, save at a few at the end to send out to people yeah. who send you one that that's, you didn't expect. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So we've got a lot going on. It, I'm, I will say, as much as I love um, my my kids and celebrating them, you know, this I'm a little bit stressed about Saturday because 
I know at some point on Saturday, which is Taylor's birthday, I will get the look that says, we're never doing this again. <laughs> the big party, right? Like the big party with a bunch of people. You need to go to here and pick up sandwiches and donuts, and I'll, I'll bitch about it. But it will. we will get to that point on Saturday where if either me or her say, we're not doing this again. Next year... Tell them to bring three friends. We'll go to Disneyland. Anything but this. We don't want to do this. We say it every time they have a birthday, and we end up doing it anyway. Our birthday parties as kids. Actually, it's funny. I talked to my therapist about this yesterday. I had therapy yesterday, and I gave her the rundown on the Halloween situation, right? Three Halloween parties and trick-or-treating. And I said to her, I said on the air, I felt like a jerk for my attitude at 7.30 at night. I was exhausted. We started at 1.30. We finished. It. It's too much. She goes, you know, things these days are just a little more extra than they were. I go, yes. I go in. When I went to school on Halloween, right, you go to Halloween. You may do, hey, we Ben's mom brought in cupcakes. You eat your cupcake. You finish your class. You go home. You kill time till your parents get home. And then you go trick-or-treating for two hours, and then it's over. You don't do three parties. You don't do parades. There's nothing. You just go. And so I talked to her about it. I go, I don't think it makes me an a-hole that I think it's too much and that I'm sometimes I don't have the fuel to get through it. So we talked about it. And it same goes for birthday parties. Remember like your third no, probably not you probably don't remember your third birthday birthday, I bet your mom does. But remember like your fifth, sixth we had like five kids and we went to McDonald's, everyone brought you a present, you played on the slides in the playground, you called it a day, you were there forty five minutes. Yeah, everyone had a happy meal, you got the hell out of there. We got we have characters showing up on Saturday. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. It's just a lot. It's just a lot to manage. It is, okay, it is. Can I play also role of therapist here? Sure. But none of it is unmanageable. If you take it just all at, you know, one at a time and you look at everything that you need to do, you can go and, you know, you can set up a party. You you're not you're not, you know, curing cancer here. You're setting up a little party. Everyone's going to have a really good time. I bet Bo and Taylor, they're going to really enjoy said party. They would enjoy if I brought them they a would. cardboard box <laughs> and said happy birthday. Play in it. They would. They would. Who's this party for? I my theory is that it's always watch what But we, why wouldn't you want to make something better if you could make it better? Well, I think my my theory is it's it's all a big competition and taking I don't, four kids to McDonald's and on the playland is kind of sad when you think about it. Are you it kidding? As well. It was awesome. I remember those days. I yeah. remember them with with great joy. 40 years ago, that was great. <laughs> When he says 40 years, it stings, but he's absolutely right. It was 40 what years What was the ago. first car you ever you realize drove? realize we have virtual reality <laughs> What was the first car you drove? I, t- had my, I got my mom's 85 Volvo. Is your current car better than that? Have they made some improvements over the years? Yes. It was pretty cool for you then, though, right? You got, yes. you got. It was pretty cool back then, but now things are better. So you know, we upgrade. We do things better than we did forty years ago. So I mean, we're gonna have. What do we? What's next? What's next is what I'm asking you. We got jugglers on unicycles and like, br- br- I, I would br- argue pizza ovens for the kids. This is, right now, it's tame compared to what it's going to be over the next. The first five years were not nearly as. Intense as the next five years are going to be. You got you got go karts, oh, laser tag. Yeah, you have like 
like like Paulie's in 1994 right that's now. Laser, laser tag. tag, yeah. I think I know what he means. So like the their asks Virtual are getting, reality, you know, because last arcade. year at Christmas your kids are like, I want a MacBook, I want VR helmets. You're like, like I said, I can give them a cardboard box now. They're like, hell yeah, let's play Castaway in it. You know what I mean? So it's just a lot. I, yeah, I, I just, would say cherish those moments. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work hard this weekend on just uh, being in the moment. A little bit as I'm running to 40 places to get things. Yeah, stay and, stay in the moment, one thing at a time. If you're tired, sit down for a minute. You know, take a moment for yourself. You'll get it all done, and then the day'll be over. You'll go to sleep, and you'll do it again tomorrow. That's uh, that's just kind of how I, I roll. Hannah, you know, one thing at a time. Hannah says, "Thank you, Ben," in the chat. So this is uh, I are, but it's days away, and I'm already like, "Oh God, oh God." That's what I do. I I I, I, I catastrophize everything so i'm sorry i'm, I'm working on it um but yeah that's uh that's where i'm at right i'm now. looking forward to today's show uh we'll have eno siris join us to uh, wrap up the season last smart baseball segment of the year with the enos uh from the athletic but i actually i'm looking forward to real or fake at seven o'clock i get a bobby theme bobby knight themed real or fake that i think everyone's going to have some fun with as look back at the uh Robert Montgomery Knight was never my favorite figure in sports, but he was certainly a towering figure in college basketball. Passed away yesterday at the age of 83. Of a, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. And the uh, Padres have just announced a big new concert. Did you guys see that that just dropped? Already. Already this morning, 10 minutes ago, another concert out there, and it's a big one. We will uh, we'll tell you what that is. All right, we'll like get that. to that with our Daily Diddy. Uh, road trip songs are the theme. Uh, get back to me on the selection and off and running. We go next. Kelly's got traffic, and uh, we'll be right back with more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, I'm running down the 
important to uh, loosen your load, and that's what a good road trip can do. And a good road trip song. That's a damn good one. Take it easy. I once seven passed, women on your mind. Seven I once women. passed through Winslow, Arizona. Sure. And you, you can't not think of this song when you pass through Winslow, Arizona. It's a, real, uh, it's a really perfect road trip song from the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Take it easy by the Eagles on our road tripping week on our Daily Diddy. Okay. <laughs> there it is. That's it. You have no other comments. Nope. Get the vibe that Woods does not like that song. I do. I like that song. I like it a lot. I'm an Eagles fan. That that movie, The Big Lebowski, uh, really made it fashionable to hate the Eagles. The Eagles are a kick-ass band. There's no two ways about it. the The talent on that on that uh, in that band with Henley and Fry and Walsh and you know Don Felder. I mean, it's absurd. So to to rip the Eagles is you know I, I've always thought it was a bit uh, a bit fashionable because of Jeff Bridges and, and the dude and the big Lebowski saying, I hate the effing Eagles. I think they're fantastic. I've always loved the Eagles. Me too. Me too. Terrific band. My, what wife, about the, my wife's favorite band. It's not the Eagles who are coming to Petco Park, though. You teased a new concert that was just uh, announced. Early announcement today. Early announcement. Paulie says, I, I don't, I never remember this stuff, but they, they do this every year. Uh, the Green Day, Green Day plays Petco Often, every year. They Often. do the stadium tour. Like, pretty sure just last year they had Fallout Boy. Okay, I do remember that. Green Day. So this is the Green Day, the Savior's Tour, celebrating 30 years of Dookie, an American idiot, uh, playing along with the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. And uh, that show is going to be at Petco Park. When exactly? You, September 28th, so not for nearly a year from now. Okay, but you can get your tickets, uh, I believe, as soon as tomorrow. Pre-sale starts next Thursday, November 9th, and the general public stale Friday, November 10th. The stale is a Friday, November 10th. Right. Okay. All right. Green Day. Are you going to go? Was that did you, you haven't gone in the past? No. Okay. I'd I'd be more likely to go see Smashing Pumpkins than Green Day. I fear that Billy Corgan doesn't sound great anymore. I don't know why I say that. I fe- but I fear that 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 might be one that that may suffer a little bit, much like Guns and R- you know, like I just feel like after all these years, I think we almost went and saw them last time, and I don't remember if it was Petco or the Amphitheater. Now that I think yeah. about it, but them and Fallout Boy, like tickets were like. Five bucks. Like, I, five dollars. <laughs> I met Pete Wentz. He came into my studio when I was at FM 94.9, and he comes up to my hip. He's, He's a, a little, very little, little bub, dude. Little guy. Very little bub. It was... It was, bounce him on your knee. I was like, hey, little guy, how you doing? Fallout you boy. You did not say up. that. <laughs> little bub. Yeah, here. Let me get you. Can you bring a phone book in for him to sit on so that I can interview him? He's a very nice guy. Very nice. Very, very nice guy. I love Fallout uh, boy. Pete Wentz. But I, I missed all of the screamo. It was kind of... Pass me by. I did tweet last night, you know, the, the Texas Rangers winning the World Series is not only a win for the Texas Rangers, but it is a win for 90s butt rock. Creed, is they, they, they embraced Creed midway through the season in a slump. And, of course, last night after they win it, they are jamming, jamming Creed <laughs> in the uh, clubhouse. And I thought, well, listen, it's a copycat league. We're all going to be trying this. I'd love to find... Uh, the 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 band that that 
the Padres could embrace next so, year. So who helped who? Did Creed help the Rangers? Did the Rangers help Creed? I think it was a, a like a mutual. It's like Creed's got like a new album coming out now next year. Their downloads have gone through the roof. <laughs> people are talking. He, here's what people are doing. They're but going, it brought the range. Their music brought the Rangers together. But here's what people are now doing about Creed. They're going, oh yeah, I can't. you know what. Maybe I gave those guys a bad rap back in the nineties. That sounds pretty good to me. You called it butt rock. Yeah, butt rock. Why? Why would it be called that? Um, I, 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 it's just a term for that type of uh, and that 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 scene. What's it supposed to convey? What do you mean? Like, I mean, there's a reason someone called it that. Is it? And I don't know. I don't understand why. why? It's just what they. Okay, so uh, there's no one agreed upon story how the term originated. Two eras of butt rock exist. Uh, hair metal, right? That was butt rock. And then uh, you did the um, uh, the the Creed, Nickelback. Um, yeah, so it, it says essentially here, Urban Dictionary, Urban Dictionary says it's watered down both musically and lyrically to garner maximum radio play and mainstream acceptance. Lyrical themes are drawn from a put-on tough guy bro persona and including being a badass Getting lots of, can't say that word, uh, strippers partying and being betrayed or alone. Image-wise, butt rock bands typically consist of guys in their mid-30s with spiky hair, affliction t-shirts, and bad tattoos. All right, yeah, that's that's it. It make, it just sounds right, like rock and roll. It's not a compliment. Uh, no, it's not necessarily. It's kind of an insult. Then. But like rock and roll doesn't really make any sense, you know, but it's just True. the term for it. So True. They, they call it butt rock. But it's a kind of an insulting term. Oh, yeah. yeah. People I, have like put on it's, yes, it's spo- to denigrate it's, that style it, of music. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. But uh, I do wonder, you know, will other teams f- try to find... It's hard to copy stuff like that. It's hard <laughs> to copy the vibe. You can't say, ooh, I like the vibe that they're doing. Let's play Fuel... And see if it works for our team. I just don't know that it yeah, the works. Only, the but. only things that work are organic. I mean, when all the small things played, when the Padres were coming back in the rain at Petco Park to beat the Dodgers, wouldn't have meant anything if the Padres weren't in the midst of amazing comeback at that moment. Right. And you know, you didn't have that vibe at Petco Park. You couldn't just decide, all right, we're going to make uh, all the small things a huge thing this year. Uh, we're right. going to play it here and here and here. Yeah. It doesn't work unless it happens organically. So you can't plan... You can't plan in advance these these kind of moments is, and kind of feelings. Is Creed from Dallas? Like, was there any Texas connection? There? Florida, Flororida. Okay. Yeah, remember the Marlins. Like, they at least Blink One Eighty Two is from San Diego. Sure, like, that makes sense. Yeah, there's uh, there's no real connection other than Andrew Haney just all of a sudden was like, <laughs> "We got to switch up the vibe and puts on Creed." I bet you half the clubhouse was like, "Who the hell is this? I've never heard of this band." <laughs> and now you know Creed comes out. They show up at 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 you know at the at the ballpark and. Now they're playing it after they win a friggin' World Series. They're first uh, as an organization. And, um, yeah, it was really fun watching ESPN put out a like a cartoon last <laughs> night of the five remaining. ESPN finally decides to talk about baseball, and all they do is crap on the five teams that are, are remaining uh, to win a World Series. Of course, San Diego Padres being among them. Well, buy lots of uh, concert tickets. You can help the Padres pay back their $50 million loan. <laughs> That's out there. We will certainly talk about that coming up. I do want to get into Game 5 of the World Series, though. The decider last night, I think we need to kind of talk about it. As you said, there was a moment. Woodsy's already off the air, like, been fuming about this morning. What are we doing here? So we will get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fans. We're, we're in 2023. We, haven't we learned anything? I guess not.
could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools neurotic to the bone no doubt about it why why buy concert tickets when you can just listen to our bumper music it's true yeah very easy ben and woods here on 97.3 the fan 639 this morning and um yeah i mean a lot was a lot was brought up yesterday about the san diego padres current situation woods yes Yes, I um, I saw this article. The and, and like you said in a, in a text back to me, it's a very sizzly headline. Then you read on in the article in the Athletic, written by uh, by Evan Drellick, Dennis Lynn, Ken, Ro- Ken Rosenthal, and you say, "Oh, okay." And it's basically in the in the so the the headline says Padres recently took out fifty million dollar loan to help cover payroll sources. So you read that and you go, "Oh man, we are in, in dire financial straits." Hey. By the way, we very well may be. I have no idea because I'm, I'm not in their office with their their ledger. Um, but then it, it, it starts and it says, oh, yeah, they took out a $50 million loan in September to address short-term cash flow issues. Very next paragraph says, MLB teams commonly tap into lines of credit to pay their bills, prompting some officials in the sport to suggest any concern should be tempered because the Padres were ultimately credit-worthy enough to draw the loan. Now, I did uh, – my immediate reaction was, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, we spent money on things that we didn't necessarily need. I think I know, in fact, that a couple of different things can be true here. The Padres did spend frivolously for them, right? And we loved it when they did it. I hope they do it again. You know, I really do. I hope they never stop spending. That being said, when you see this, it does give you a bit of a, a sense of, of panic, and you say, what are we doing, man? Like we're we're not making smart decisions, really, seemingly up and down the line. My theory as to why this article came out yesterday, I, I don't even think it's that big of a conspiracy theory at all. Ken Rosenthal, for whatever reason, has got the Padres in his sights, and he said as much last week. You were out. He did his own. He does his little podcast, um, you know, in his office, and and talks about a, a, a bevy of of different topics. And Paulie and I found this pretty interesting when we played it last week on the show. I'm just going to play the final, like, 20 yeah, play the final like 20 and seconds. And minutes. Yep. Six managers in 10 years. I will tell you, folks, most GMs don't get nearly that many. So enough of the kumbaya in San Diego. What is kumbaya? It was not kumbaya in San Diego. And you know what? That story we wrote, Dennis and I, we should have gone even stronger. <laughs> Okay, so I heard that last week, and I went, well, geez, man, like, okay. It, it, he was irritated by AJ's Zoom 
conference at the end of the year where they were kind of poo-pooing the reports that came out about friction between him and Bob Melvin, which he and Bob have both actually confirmed since then. Correct. Essentially. Mm -hmm. And and said that, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in a way they were absolutely right. There was was clearly not seeing eye to eye on many levels between the Padres general manager and manager. But a reporter scorned is going to then say, oh, okay. My question last week, and it remains. Like, I get it. He was called a liar, essentially. He, he essentially was, and I get it, too. But I just lost what I, my train of thought. No, he, um, he, he, he oh, my, my whole point was, why why wouldn't you have have gone harder? If you have more stuff to go with, why not? What are What are you protecting? You're a journalist who... You know, has information. It's much like many of the reports surfacing. Bob wanted to trade. Uh, it's common knowledge he wanted to trade him at the trade deadline. Why wasn't that reported at the trade deadline? I didn't see that anywhere, right? But everyone said it was common knowledge, and everyone knew this that Bob <laughs> Melvin wanted to get rid of Juan Soto. So I think Ken Rosenthal uh, decided to write this piece. Maybe this is the the extra stuff. I feel like he is a little bit going in on the Padres, but I can also feel that the Padres maybe haven't made the smartest baseball decisions financially. Again, you signed a shortstop that you didn't need to fill that position. You had other needs you did not address, right? And so I think both things can be true uh, at the time. This is not an attack on Xander Bogarts at all. I think Xander Bogarts is going to be a solid player for the San Diego Padres. But did you need Xander Bogarts? I think that remains to be seen, and and I think the answer right now, at least, one year in, is no, you didn't. I've seen a completely different theory, like 180 degrees different uh, from what you're saying, and you may be right, but I want to explore the other possibilities here. Let's get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So it's a bit of your theory that, you know, because of this antagonistic relationship right now between the national reporters and the Padres that they've taken what is a fairly common innocuous story and you know dressed it up a little bit in an alarmist headline now I think the story was very fair I don't think they're being irresponsible journalists but they know what the reaction would be that there'd be a lot of people who would say poverty Padres must be doing something wrong you know if they're losing money they should be criticized shame 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 on the San Diego Padres I have seen a completely different theory as well. I have seen it suggested in other baseball outlets that because the Padres are planning on reducing their payroll this year, that this would be a convenient leak from the San Diego Padres to soften the impact of potential payroll reductions. Like, well, I mean, you can't be mad at, you know, a team that's trying to be financially responsible. I mean, no one... No one should be financially irresponsible, right? So the Padres are doing the right thing by lowering their payroll this offseason by about $50 million, and they are getting this out there on purpose to let everybody know, hey, we're just doing the right and responsible thing this offseason. We're not being cheap. We're not, we're not backing away from our commitment to win. We're just doing this because we have to, because of our, our current level of finances. And that's, that's an interesting theory as well. I, frankly... I, I, nobody really knows as far as you know we that we are at when when you yes we we broadcast and talk about the team but we are complete laymen when it comes to the financial situation of the San Diego Padres we also know that they're doing a huge renovation in in Gallagher Square we also know at least we've heard and been told 
they're selling tickets. Like we know that tickets are a lot of tickets have already been sold for next year. I don't know the exact number. I don't know that they want us to know the exact number, but I I know that there's a lot that have been sold. Um, there's only so many tickets you can sell, right? That, that's a that's a finite number. That's not a. It doesn't. You have a certain amount of seats you can sell, and you sell them, and great. You can kind of you can kind of um, forecast what you're going to make on ticket sales. Well, right, right. So that's that number is not going to change. The thing that that irked me yesterday when I saw it was okay. Number one, I'll, I'll be completely honest. The first thing I thought of was great. Here we go again. We're going to get dragged and kicked in the nuts by other fan bases. That comes and goes. It happens with every team. Every team takes its turn on the chopping block uh, for making dumb decisions and doing dumb things. You know, changing the uh, the uh, flight attendants from from older women to young white women, which is what the Dodgers were just in the news for doing. Everybody takes their turn. You know, on the on the guillotine uh, for making dumb moves. The thing that, it, that that popped in my head was, so if I'm Juan Soto and I'm seeing this, am I like, I mean, does it affect him one iota? Does it affect the ability? Do you, do you now feel because of this article that this is setting us up for a Juan Soto trade? I'm not going to lie. I felt a little bit of that. I felt a little bit of that. I think, I mean, let, let, let's put it this way. When you and Hannah look at your budget for next year. What is a budget? A budget. Yeah, what is a budget? We are unfamiliar with that term in our home. Paul, when you and Megan (laughs) set up your budget for next year. The colonel. How do you decide how much you can spend in a year? You look at what you make, right? Well, you've got your salaries. How much you're bringing in. How much you you bring in. You go, okay, so this is how much we're going to have to spend. I make this much. You make this much. Uh, You know, Put it together. Here's what we can spend this next year. Baseball teams operate the same way. In 2023, the Padres looked and said, all right, how much are we going to make this year? Except they don't get a salary from their boss. They estimate what they're going to bring in on ticket sales, but they're not 100% sure. Are we going to sell out every game? Are we going to sell out 50 games? They estimate what they're going to get from their TV revenue. They estimate what they're going to get from potential playoff appearances. So they set a budget for the year. Well, the Padres probably thought, all right. Well, we got we got our TV contract. Yeah, it's a little bit in flux, but there, you know, we get about fifty million dollars a year from our Bally Sports Company, and let's see, playoff yeah, revenue. On, on, Surely they knew they, they probably more they than just they in knew flux. some of that. They said they. Did. They also probably thought, all right, we got a really good team. We just made the NLCS. We're probably gonna have extra playoff revenue that we can count on this year, and they didn't get that either. And then in the end, they said, hmm. I guess we didn't make as much as we are thinking we are going to. How are we going to then make up the shortfall? Well, like any business, and as it was pointed out in the article, take out a little bit of a loan and we will figure it out next year. And we ran a little bit in the red this year. Well, guess what? The team is valued at somewhere around $3 billion. They're not... They're not running out of money. They're not in danger of going, you know, poor and going bankrupt. This is simply how business is, especially at this level. You know, sometimes you misestimate, you know, revenue versus expenses and and you take out a loan and this is, it's very simple. And again, that's all fine and dandy. And I don't care where where they're operating. Doesn't affect me one bit. I'm going to go to games. I'm going to buy merch. I'm going to buy hot dogs and grand old barbecue at the ballpark. That's what I do. That's what my family does. I don't want to have to lose 
good, not good, I don't want to have to lose great players because of poor financial decisions. So until I know that Juan Soto is coming back, I'm going to be on the other side of the fence thinking, let's smarten up. Let's make better decisions. Let's not throw. Let's not extend guys when you don't have to. Things like that. Those are the things that stick in my crawl that a little was bit true. as a fan. That, that's true, though, whether, whether or not they the take a the loan sure. or take out the black or take out the, in the red. This is just the next chapter, this, though, this in a line of correct decisions. Well, yeah, that, that's how you... Yeah, f- I mean, like, we were talking about... You and I talked about it yesterday, Woodsy, and Ben just mentioned the playoff revenue. Like, right. that, to me, who knows nothing about this stuff, seems like... You should almost view it as a bonus. You can't depend on it. Correct. It's not promised, right? And, by the way, my my other thing that that really would not leave my dome yesterday was, so if I'm the GM and I'm uh, the president and I think, hey, man, we budgeted for X, right? We expect to – this is what we made last year on this playoff run. We expect it because we've added payroll. So you obviously expect more wins and you expect a a, a playoff run. At the deadline – you went out and brought in Rich Hill, Garrett Cooper, Scott Barlow, and G-Man Choi. I, that's when you should have gone balls to the wall. Now, at the time, I didn't know that they were in fine, under financial duress. At the time, I'm like, well, at least we didn't trade our, our good prospects. Now I'm looking at it going, if you were banking on that playoff revenue, you probably should have done I, you more guys, You guys, I think, are looking at it more from a household financial perspective. If the Padres or any other team wanted to, and they said, all right, if we only spend $130 million, at the very minimum, we're going to make X amount of money. That You don't want your team to be run that way. That We're only going to spend the amount that ensures that at the end of the year, we're going to be in the profit. That's not a great way for a, a sports organization to be run. If all your owner cares about is making money at the end of the year, well, you know who makes money? The Oakland A's probably made a ton of money this year with zero payroll, and a, at least a minimum amount of national and local TV revenue, they guaranteed themselves, they were very financially responsible, they guaranteed themselves a profit this year by reducing payroll to almost nothing. That's not a good way to run your team, though. No, but they're not also trying to compete for a World Series and having a potential free agent like Juan Soto um, you know, go somewhere else. And again, it. I hate that it, it comes down to being so cut and dried, but if you don't re-sign Juan Soto or extend Juan Soto, you've let a generational talent go. Um, and again, I, I do feel like it's for financial reasons. But there's again, there's only so many of these long-term 10, 11-year deals that you can hand out. You you look at Juan Soto because he's on the Padres right now as the one you don't want to let get away. But every player in baseball is potentially someone the Padres could or could not sign. That's a free agent. They're all out there. Everyone has a cost, and you're not going to sign a lot of them because Correct. if you did, well, your payroll would be $18 billion, and you'd have every player. So every every player is an opportunity to sign or not sign that player. You have an emotional attachment to Juan Soto. I have an emotion. Yeah, I'd say that's fair to say that, that I want Juan Soto right. here in this lineup, and you're not a better team with him gone. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd say it's very emotional. I'm not in it for business decisions. I'm in it for emotion, and I think we all, as fans, should be. Anyone, anyone glazing over an owner that makes money is the that's the wrong attitude to have, in my opinion. 
I don't care how much money Peter Seidler makes. I hope he makes money so that he can spend money. That's all I care about. Spend money. You know, the Texas Rangers are a great example. Sometimes you can throw money at problems, and sometimes it works. Well, the Rangers last year, they spent even, even months ago, were being absolutely crucified for Roasted. spending bad money on... Jacob deGrom, uh, the, Se- the Semyon deal didn't look good. The Seeger deal, he was injured a bunch. They looked like a very foolish, spend-hardy organization that didn't have a great plan and was probably doomed to years and years of trying to get themselves out from under all the bad decisions that their GM, who they fired, was had made. And, and now they're look and morning. now they're raising a World Series title, and everyone is lauding. See, you, you need to spend, spend money. money. You have to spend money. It's. Uh, it's I mean, a, the, the the Rangers are. If you want to see a good example of what could happen to the Padres next year, the Rangers are a great example of where the Padres could be next year. I'm not. I'm not predicting that the Padres are going down that path. They need a lot of things to happen right. They'll need some young players like the Rangers had that that came up and contributed. But uh, we were talking during the break. Could. Could Luis Camposano not put a, together a Jonah Heim type season, a two sixty average, eighteen home runs? He could do better than that. Absolutely. I mean, the Padres have the potential to absolutely be the Texas Rangers next year. Yep. And probably then some. Be a Rangers plus next year, based on what they have and, and likely will have coming back. I just I, I and I do please don't get me wrong. I still think this was an unnecessary hit piece uh on the San Diego Padres. But I also think that this team needs to make smarter financial decisions after you extend your generational superstar in Juan Soto. All right, I'll guess on Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. We'll be back with a fun edition of Real or Fake. Talk some World Series next year on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law